The Secrets of Technology is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Technology. Hi, I'm Dom Bettinelli, and you're listening to The Secrets of Technology, where we discuss the technology news that's important to you from a uniquely Catholic point of view. And joining me today on the panel are Joanne Mercier. Hey, Joanne. Hey, Dom. And Father Corey Stika. Hey, Father Corey. How's it going? Uh, folks, I want to tell you about another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy. And if you're a listener of Secrets of Technology, I'm sure you're going to enjoy Let's Science. It is a great, uh, short science podcast. You can check that out wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash science. And bonus is wonderful Australian accents from the hosts. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fun to listen to. All right. So, uh as we record this, we've just passed the, uh, and as you're getting this, we've just passed the Feast of St. Nicholas. I know it's Advent, but, you know, we could kind of almost start saying Merry Christmas to people, you know, yeah. uh, in the stories, you <laughs> yeah, know. Uh, I <laughs> I'm not a rigorist when it comes to uh, celebrating Christmas. I, I want to celebrate Christmas four months out of the year, frankly. Um, mm. I, I've got snow on the ground outside for the first time of this year. It's real. I'm feeling very Christmassy. And so... We're continuing our Christmas gift guide. <laughs> Mind you here, it's 60, it was 60 degrees yesterday, so. Get out. Up in Montana. You should have like three feet of snow by December. I know. I know. <laughs> so uh, the, the atmospheric river's coming for you, Father Corey. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're talking about uh, more Christmas gift ideas uh, from, for the techies in your life or that you can ask for for yourself from the other people in your life to give you for Christmas. And so this week, our theme is a bit of a stocking stuffer a gift guide. And these are smaller. They can literally fit in a stocking, perhaps, and uh, sometimes less expensive, sometimes not. But uh, it's sort of sometimes expensive things come in small packages. And uh, <laughs> so I want to uh, you know start us off by uh, asking Joanne to uh, share with us some of her gift ideas for stocking stuffers. Okay, well, two out of the three can fit into a stocking. The third one, you have to take it out of the box. Okay. But it still qualifies as a stocking stuffer. Okay, my first, my first suggestion is, you know all those lovely Apple devices you have that are really slippery? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I hate it. I mean, I have dropped iPod cases <laughs> and remote controls and iPhones if I don't put them in a case. Now, I know putting an iPhone in a case is heresy, but still. You're just um, holding it wrong. You're just holding it wrong. Of course you are. <laughs> but the other devices really need some sort of protective. So I've been looking, I've been very happy with silicone cases that I've gotten for my products. Um, the first one is by Finti and Finti is, they make a whole bunch of really low priced, but really, you know, worthy, um, covers for a lot of the Apple products. And this is the Finti protective case for the Apple TV Siri remote, the newest one. Okay. The nice silver one with the, with the, um, wheel and everything. It's like anywhere between seven and 10 bucks. But what it does is when you're 
especially throwing the remote across the room to your mate. Uh, <laughs> it's not going out the window or to the dog. Uh, but they're really nice, rubbery honeycomb, and it, it goes on quick. It can come off quick if you want it, but you're able to find it. They also have it in colors that glow in the dark. We do mm. have one of those in the bedroom so that in the middle of the night we can actually find it when it's rolling <laughs> around the bed somewhere and it's like oh what oh, oh that's oh that's the remote <laughs> so um and they're again very inexpensive and they're great companions for your devices um the second thing that i came across i don't own it but i know people who do is the apple magsafe duo the wireless charge uh both for the phone and the watch you can also use it for the ipods but it's the compact it looks like a woman's compact when you put it together mm -hmm. and it's great for traveling um i wish i would have gotten one before i bought all my others but it's 99 dollars right now however you can only find it on amazon i cannot find it in the apple store which is mm. why I gave the link to Amazon. So I don't know mm. if they're phasing it out. And if they are, quick run, don't walk. It, it's it's a good <laughs> price for these two. You know, it only when you opens it, you've got the the big circle and the little circle. And the little circle does pop up for the watch, or you can leave it down for the iPods, for the iPod case. Mm -hmm. And that's $99. Of course, it's an Apple product. You're going to pay for it. Okay. Right. And my third and final is what I'm using right now, which Dom put me wise to when I was looking for a new audio in USB audio interface, the Focusrite Scarlet Solo, third generation. And it's not just for podcasting. If you're a musician and want to MIDI your device, your keyboard or your um, guitars, whatever, into it to use for, for a garage band or audition or whatever. Um, this is a great little device to have. It doesn't do much like my UA25 used to do, but it does enough to, and, and is newer so that there's things to, you can, you can play with the different frequency enough so that you get what you need. It's a good price at $89.99. And yes, you have to take that one out of the box <laughs> to get it in the stock to put it in the stock, but it does <laughs> fit in the stocking. So these were things that I I wanted to pick that would fit into a stocking. So people and when you put them under a tree and they're small, they get lost. Yeah. Or the dog or the cat finds them. So <laughs> yeah. especially if you get a big family of kids who are all like tearing into the paper and the papers everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. I want to you mention a little bit. So the the last the third one. Let's start with the the, the third one. Mm -hmm. The the Focusrite Scarlet. USB audio interface. And so what this does is this particular model has one XLR interface. XLR is that cable that it's got the three prongs, mostly used for microphones, um, but can be used for other, like, as you mentioned, other types of devices, you know, keyboards and, and, and guitars and that sort of thing. And it's a way of getting audio into your computer from over USB uh, from a professional quality device and this, people will say oh why do why do i need that i could just get a usb microphone and you can and for a lot of people that may work fine but usb audio is kind of can be a little flaky like usb audio microphones can be a little flaky as we found out <laughs> yeah right and so uh you know you if you want something a little more high quality more a little more reliable 
this would work. And it's got like a, you could plug a headphones in so you can monitor your audio. You can adjust the gain on it. So it gives you a little more control. So um, I, I always recommend that if you, if you try, if you go into the next level of audio on your computer, that might be the thing you want to look at. Um, they also have a duo. So if you ever, you know, have two people or two devices, uh, like a microphone and a guitar uh, or a keyboard, you, you could, you could do that as well. Um, and as far as the uh, protective cases, uh, I agree on that. Um, I have a, a silicone case on my uh, both of the Apple remotes, my old one and my new one. They both work uh, with the new Apple TV. Uh, the old old remotes will still work. And uh, yeah, I I liked it. It's got the one thing I like is uh, the one I have has a, a lanyard, so I can put the lanyard around my wrist and you know while I'm sitting there. And not hold it. See what happens is, I'll tell you, if you hold the remote in your hand, you're going to accidentally hit a button. Of course. Yep. <laughs> and you know, Never and, fails. and everyone in the, who's watching TV with is going to go, ah, what are you doing? So <laughs> I, I usually let it dangle uh, from the lanyard mm. around my wrist. But. Yeah, those do not. The Finti do not have lanyards. I can tell you that. But the mm. one I forgot to do was the one for the iPod case, the iPod Pro Two. AirPods. Yeah, AirPods. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Every, everything's a pod. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Ornato compatible uh, silicone case for AirPods Pro second generation. That has a lanyard. Yeah. And that I find helpful when I walk the dog. And having a, a silicone case for those, mm. like you, you talk about how slick they are. They uh, are slippery. AirPods <laughs> cases are way too slippery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, uh, My husband so. keeps dropping his and I keep saying, that's it. Christmas present. <laughs> yeah. 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 These silicone cases are really nice. And, you know, we have multiple, you know, my wife has uh, uh, AirPods. I have AirPods and these cases all look alike. You can, I think you can get them in, you know, the monogram, but that's really small. Just get different colors and, you know, that's my case. <laughs> and, you know, mine isn't the pink case. That's your case. Mine is the black <laughs> or green or blue or whatever. Um, the blue, the blue case is really nice looking. And they're, they're, they're mm. cheap. It's uh, $13 and there's a coupon on Amazon right now. So it's even less. Oh, good. All yeah. right. So good. Those are, those are some good stocking stuffers and give you some ideas, folks. You know, and there are other kinds of like cases and stuff on there, but uh, th that would be a nice one. So, Father Corey, what do you get for some stocking stuffers? So I, I knew there was going to be a lot of uh, Apple stuff in this because uh, the, the <laughs> company on. I'm keeping, the, the this reputable company I'm keeping. Uh, so I had to throw some Google love in here. Um, you know, of course, I am in the Android Google world, so I, I use things. Uh, and my first pick is the Chromecast with Google TV. So Chromecast, of course, is Google's over-the-air streaming service, however you want to put it, where you can stream from your phone or your tablet or what have you. Uh, well, this is this is the Chromecast Puck, but it also has the Google TV built in. So this is really the equivalent of an Apple TV is what this is. So it does do the Chromecast where you can sit at your laptop and do that or your phone, but it also has the on-screen display where you can, the menus and you can have the apps on the device and everything. And it works very similar to an Apple TV where you've got the list of the different apps and the different shows, you know, continuing to watch and stuff like that. Uh, I've, I've been using, I've got one that I've been using for about a year or so, a 4k version. And it, it's just, it's great, you know, cause if, if you don't have the app, if it doesn't have a, a Google TV app, because a lot of a lot of streaming sites don't, because then you can use the the Chromecast feature, 
And if the app, you know, if you're on Android, here's a here's a pitch for Android. If your streaming app doesn't have Chromecast built in, you can just Chromecast the entire phone, audio and video. Okay. So you can just say cast the phone and everything that's on the phone goes to the display. I see what you're so, saying. Yeah. So that that I've I've done that where I've watched, you know, watched something online and it's like, okay, well I can't send the the Chrome I can't send direct from the app. Just cast this phone, done. It shows up on my Google TV. So uh, if I if I understand correctly, there are some apps on the Chromecast that built in to yep. Google TV. But well, you can add more. You can right. add more. But if there isn't a Google TV app for the service, but there's a app for it that's on your Android phone, you yep. can cast it from your phone to the Google, the, to yep. the Chromecast. Yeah. And if it's only available in a web browser, you can just cast the browser. Yep. Or or the or the app if they didn't build in the Chromecast support into okay. the app. Okay, that's cool. That's really handy, and it's you know. Thirty bucks for the 1080p and and was it uh, fifty bucks for 50. the 4k? Yeah, so it's 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 fairly cheap. It's not expensive. It's a little puck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's smaller than a hockey puck. Yeah, and it just plugs literally just plugs right into the US or the HDMI port on your phone. Uh, the remote it's got a remote. Uh, same problem with the Apple ones. They're slippery. Um, I've dropped mine way too many to count. But I did see that Finti also makes uh sleeves for this so i might have to get one oh, nice. get yeah. a case for this as well because yeah I, I keep dropping mine and fortunately the only thing that happens is the battery cover pops off and i just have to plug it back in i haven't broken anything yet but it sure <laughs> it sure tries um yeah it, i really enjoy it. the google assistant works on it as well you can hit, hold down a button on the remote and speak into it and it does the google assistant so that's really nice um so yeah, that that's my first one is you know giving Google a little bit of love. Nice. Uh, next one, I'm actually I'm actually preempting Dom because I'm, <laughs> I I kind of stole an idea from him. Um, my second one is the Sony DualShock Four controller, and the reason why I picked this is it works great with Steam on PCs, where you can have it either wirelessly through Bluetooth or plugged in through USB on your PC. And you can play Steam games. So any Steam game that supports controllers will work with this uh, with this one. I believe uh, Xbox as well, but I've got a DualShock Four, and it works great. You know the you know it's got the rumble feature, like when you're playing American Truck Simulator, and you hit the rumble strips, it sits there and rumbles. <laughs> um, you know it's got the the analog and and digital joysticks, and the whole works. Uh, it's it's great. Sixty dollars. It's very much worth. Picking one up if you're or a couple of your if you're doing Steam games, of course, you can do a couple. You can have multiplayer on the same screen and stuff like that. I believe it will work with the Steam Deck as well. If you want to do Should. remote play. Yeah. Where you can where you're what I mean by remote play is, you know, the Steam Deck is plugged into the TV and you're you're using the mm-hmm. the dual shock instead of the actual on device controls. Yep. Yeah. And then then the third one is, you know, going to cars, you know, of course, as someone who drives a lot, having good charging capability in your car is a good thing. And this is one I just found that I probably will be ordering here soon if someone doesn't decide to give me a, a Christmas gift of this one. Now, um, it's the Anchor USB-C car charger, 67 watts, three port fast charger. It's nice. got two USB-C and one USB-A. And if you plug in anything into just one of the USB-C controllers, it'll give you the full 67 watts. You can charge MacBook Pros mm. off of this and use the MacBook Pros as you're charging while you're in the car. Now, obviously not while you're driving, but the fact that you can be, you could have this in your car 
and charging is, you know, charge up your laptop. But obviously you could have a couple of devices, you know, you could have your phone and, you know, something and something else charging. Now, depending on how you use the plugs, will depend how much power you get. If you have all three filled, it does say you only get like 30 watts total because of heat issues. Right. You know, you're, that's a lot of power you're pulling through this device. But if you only got, you know, like, what does it say? If you've got the fast, the one, the USB-C and the USB-A, you'll get the full 67 watts split between the two and stuff like that. So this is something that if you've got, like I said, you've got a phone, maybe you've got a, a still got an old school GPS or you've got a laptop and a phone that you're, you want to use. This will this will do it fantastic. Actually, your phone and maybe your smartwatch, you know, your Apple Watch or something like that, mm-hmm. you can be charging in the car as you're driving. So, uh, I, I I will be getting one of these because this is almost essential for road trips. I just dropped it in my cart as well. <laughs> I, have the, uh, <laughs> I have the older version of this. I have a it's a two port USB C and uh, and USB A. I think it is. Uh, that's only I think forty watts. Uh, okay, but uh, this is great. Yep, I mean, you need if you have you know a spouse that you drive with regularly and maybe kids, you know, you need ports. <laughs> I have several actually. I have uh, several of these in my uh, van uh, so that I can you know the kids can charge in the back of the van and you know mm-hmm. we we can charge up front. In uh, yeah, these are these are great. It's also good for road trips because your phone wears out your battery wears out oh, a lot yeah. quicker when you're trying to use its GPS. Exactly. So you got the display into, on, yep. you got the GPS going. Yep. yep. Playing them, playing the tunes, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Those are, those are some good, uh, uh, stocking stuffer picks there, uh, Father Corey. So excellent. So, uh, Father Corey mentioned that he, uh, got a step on me on the, on the controller because, uh, one of my ideas for a stocking stuffer is for the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, uh, a wireless Switch controller. So it's a, um, this one is, I think it's in the standard Xbox configuration, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks like it. And it's a $30 controller and uh, that we got f- uh, for, so what happened is my kids and I have discovered Mario Kart. <laughs> and so the switch comes with you know the the two controllers that are built in the joy cons uh but we want to play with four so we ended up picking up a couple more controllers uh and it it's, you know that's it's it's a this is a side pick everyone knows about mario kart and how fun it is and it's been a blast and uh it's so fun watching them and uh, we just actually picked up super super smash bros and oh no yeah we call it smash bros uh, and uh, it, it it it's a lot of fun to watch them play cooperatively, and so having these extra controllers, uh, you know, I'm late to the game. Everybody who who, who games knows, but this particular one I'm going to put in here is a uh, off brand. It's like it's one of those Am- you know brands on Amazon where they decided to put a whole bunch of letters together randomly to make it the brand name. Uh, so it's it's nothing special, but it works, and that's what's uh, best about it. Yep. Now don't laugh at me. Okay. But I used, I bought one of these when I was using OBS to run the cameras in one mm. of the churches during COVID. Oh, yeah. And it's not a bad thing when you're trying to smoothly move your camera back and forth rather than taking your mouse and going, chick, 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 chick. So yeah. these controllers can also be used in that way. You got to oh, play with a, them. Yeah. You can use them. Well, yeah, both the Sony and, and these will do that. We'll mm-hmm. do that as well. That's a good, good point. I never even thought about that. Uh, 
Don't use them to pilot submarines, though. Sorry. No. no. <laughs> Sorry. Too soon. Too, Too soon. soon. Sorry. <laughs> Just came to mind. Uh, um, actually, it actually is uh, the U.S. Navy's, uh, the helmsmen on their newest submarines, the controllers are basically, you know, heavily modified Xbox controllers to yep. pilot the submarines because... Uh, I mean, they're they're not the, off the shelf. They build them and they cost like a million dollars each or something. But mm-hmm. uh, the sailors who are coming in at the, at this age, that's what they know. They know how to use these controllers. Well, and they don't need the big, you know, wheel that you crank down and pull back like yeah. you see in Hunt for Red October. You yeah. Know? Yeah. These days it's uh, it's all it's all, you know, uh, digital. So the next one is uh, my next stocking stuff for idea is a little more expensive, but it's definitely a something that will fit in a stocking. And it's if you are if you spend any time outdoors, uh, especially this time of year, um, you know, it's very useful often, even indoors, to have a light that you don't have to hold in your hands, a flashlight of one kind or another. And this one is I picked this up. There's this company called Olight and they make all kinds of flashlights. All kinds of, I mean, amazing lights and of all different ranges and some very expensive ones uh, that are really high powered. But this one I found is really nice. It's the Perrin 2 headlamp and it comes with a uh, headband and a flashlight that is sort of in an L configuration. So what I mean is um, it's the type of flashlight where you hold it in your hand upright and then the light shines out perpendicular to the direction uh, that you're holding it. And it it's a. Uh, it slides into this rubber um, bracket, you could say, on the front of the headband, and then uh, points forward, and you can tilt it up and down. You can swivel it in its in its bracket, but it uh, it's a it's a great flashlight, very bright, um, and it, it it the nice thing is is it's rechargeable with a um, magnetic. Um, charger that you, it goes on that you, you get comes with it goes on the back and so you just I just leave it on my desk and every once in a while when I you know I come back from camping or whatever I just toss it on there and recharge it uh, and it works great it is a uh, fantastic and it, they they put some thought into this like it's got a, a a sensor built in where it will turn it off if it gets too hot um, or if something gets too close to the 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 lamp. Uh, so that it, if if it's going to overheat or burn, you know that sort of thing, it it lowers the brightness and eventually powers it off. So it's a really nice, and you can, and you could use it because it comes out of the bracket. You could use it just like a regular right angle power flashlight. Uh, so mm. it, it's a very nice. I I have several different Olight flashlights, and any of those would be great stocking stuffers. I need oh, this great. for the Easter vigil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need this for the Easter Vigil. You need it for Although look, look pretty weird to see a priest with a headlamp right. flashlight. That's that's why an MC sometimes a little bit better. But still, I have to yeah. carry a flashlight for the vigil to yep. just to see people sometimes. So I have yeah. an Olight flashlight in my pocket all the time. And I have a tiny one. There's a little tiny one that's like a couple inches that I keep in a little um, EDC case, everyday carry case, just just to have they have ones you can put on your key ring um they have ones you can go in a in a uh, you can clip into a pocket uh as another one that they can do in case you need something like that so that might some more of those might be uh useful too and then the last one well this is just i saw this and i said this is the one i have to put on my list this is the cutest thing it's the biddy boomers star wars grogu with santa hat 
mini Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> it oh, is geez. adorable. This thing is going to be <laughs> under my tree. So it's a Bluetooth speaker, just like anything else. Uh, two two inches tall, and it looks like Grogu with a Santa hat. I mean, what else do, do I need to say? And um, <laughs> then it also has like a, a strap, so you could you could like secure it to like a backpack or a bag. You know, it would be great for kids. Or I saw it in one where they they were hanging it in the Christmas tree, so it could mm. be an ornament. Jeez. And then you could play like carols through it and stuff like that. Uh, oh, you know, wow. in, uh, you know, in, uh, at Christmas. Uh, so it's and it's twelve dollars. It's like, I mean, I I don't imagine that it has the greatest sound quality ever, but you know. Well. It's cute. <laughs> it's it's two point six inches, which you know, if you think of it, you know, three and a half inch floppy. For those of you who remember those, <laughs> the same. This is smaller than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's smaller than a floppy. Yep. It's a a floppy disk is a uh, it, folks for is for those who are too young is the save icon in Microsoft Word. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but no, that that's cool. I I actually like the idea of putting it in the tree. You know, yeah. hanging it from the tree as a decoration because it looks like a Christmas decoration. Mm -hmm. Um. But then, you know, set up if like you've got an old iPod touch or something like that, you could set that up and just let it sit and play Christmas. Yep. Yeah, exactly. They have other ones, too. They have like not like a, a non Christmas Grogu and other Star Wars figures and all kinds of other like Marvel figures and that sort of stuff. There's a there's a whole range of these bitty boomers uh, out there. So you, you could see them. But uh, I, I saw the Christmas one. I thought that was so adorable. So. I'll put it in my cart for a friend of mine who likes Grogu. <laughs> I, actually, I want the Grogu one where he's eating the frog. Yes, that's the, that's the other one. I, I may end up getting you got like the back half of the frog sticking out. Yeah. I may end up getting a, several of these for for various children in my family. Although having competing Bluetooth speakers about is a. Might be might be problematic. <laughs> I was going to say various children, as in the one sitting here on at the microphone. Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our uh, our oh, that's fun. Some of our socking stuffer ideas. Uh, we would love to uh, hear what you think of uh, any of ideas, or if you have ideas of your own for great tech stocking stuffers, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at technology at sqpn dot com. So uh, before we move on to our headlines, we would like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of technology, including Jeffrey S., Greg S., John W., and Kevin H. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of technology and all the shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. I want to take a moment before, you know, to, to kind of expand on that a little bit. We are entering, we are in Advent and we are beginning our annual Advent giving campaign. StarQuest is a 501c3 nonprofit. We, our mission is to uh, spread the gospel by exploring the intersection of faith and culture and through our podcasts and other shows. And we rely on the generosity of listeners like you to keep going. And we have been very blessed to receive the support that we have. Uh, from listeners to, to to let us do this. I mean, of the everyone who does th these programs are volunteers. They're giving of their time, and they give a lot of time. Um, but we do have expenses. I'm a full t the the only full time employee. We also have a part time uh, administrative employee, and uh, and then all of our technological expenses and that sort of thing. And um, we are trying to grow and reach more people. We reach thousands, tens of thousands of people now, but we want to reach hundreds of thousands of people with this unique gospel message. And so we ask you to prayerfully consider becoming a 
a donor, a patron of our shows uh, at sqpn.com slash give and help us to reach more people. And as I said, you know, to, to, to do more uh, as we try to fulfill this mission that we have. So we appreciate that. All right. So we have our headlines and our first headline this week is uh, I, it, I, I didn't go back and check, but I feel like this was, uh, we've heard from this guy before. We might've talked about it before. Um, Anthony Lewandowski is one of these tech guys who uh, he's a, you know, a tech entrepreneur. He has started an AI church called way of the future, uh, which he founded in 2015 and he's, rebooted it, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, to create a organization, a religious movement, f- as the, as Bloomberg puts it, focused on the worship and understanding of artificial intelligence. Um, mm. And as he says, um, you know, hey, we're creating, actually creating things that can see everything, be everywhere, know everything, and maybe help us and guide us in a way that normally you would call God. <laughs> and I just... As I'm reading this, and I'll get your you know uh, uh, reactions on this as well. But I'm like, you don't understand what we mean by God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'll, but uh, yeah, I'll let you guys uh, you know react to it as well. I mean, what do you think of this uh, movement scam? <laughs> Um, Perhaps. No, no, and 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 this this is a guy who he was involved. He was involved in doing a lot of the self driving car. I think he worked on some of the like the base technologies with Tesla and stuff like that. Um, he got busted for a lot of really bad stuff. Got thrown in jail and spent time in jail, and now he's back out. Um, you know, this is start. This sounds way too much like Scientology, which was a religion that was made up to make money. Based on technology, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And this, that's that sounds way too much like that. Because first of all, AI isn't everywhere. AI doesn't know everything. AI can't help us the way he says, at least not right now. You know. So, I yeah, I'm I'm color me skeptical. And, and like yeah. you said, Dom, he doesn't know what we mean by God. We don't mean some unknown clockmaker that's wound up the universe and walked away. We mean a being, something, someone that exists, you know, different than us, but still exists. That we can have a relationship with. We can have a relationship with. You can't have a relationship with ChatGPT, unlike those apps that claim that you can have a virtual girlfriend. (laughs) You really can't. Right. Yeah. It's like... His approach, it seems to me, I haven't, uh, yeah, I haven't heard him say this, but it seems to me he's fallen for that uh, that uh, myth that God is something we've created for ourselves mm-hmm. to 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 interface with the universe or something like that, um, and it just seems so misguided. How about you, Joanne? What do you what do you think of this? I'm shaking my head over here um, <laughs> because I zoom, zoomed in on a piece of the article that says that this Lewandowski was at the center of a high-profile legal battle related to the theft of trade secrets, sentenced to 18 months in prison, and then pardoned by former President Trump. That tells me everything I need to know about what he's this man and what he's trying to propose. Right. He is a scam artist. He's got to be. And yes, he doesn't understand that what we have not created God. God has created us. Right. 
and come and, you know, and, and shown himself to us. So I don't get me. No understand this. Well, it's why we would want to do this. It's the golden calf all over again, right? We're oh, well, creating yeah, it has to be the golden calf. We're creating a new, a, a God to worship. That is, you know, that, that, uh, has no, makes no demands on us, has no, uh, uh, you know, other, you know, it gives us everything we want. Right. I mean, this is what essentially when they were in the, uh, you know, the, 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 the Israelites were in the desert and they, Moses was gone for a while and, um, you they know, got bored. Yeah. And then, you know, we had, yeah, where's your God now, Moses, you know, and I'm oh, sorry. And when G Robinson got Aaron to make an, a golden yeah. calf. And <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, it, it, this is a this. It's a bad idea. I think it's it, it's like sort of a the sort of cocktail party religion. You know what I mean of the glitterati uh, that misses entirely misses a point, and it's it's sad. I mean, just because the guy's gone to jail it doesn't mean that he. I, I suppose he doesn't mean he can't have have a change of heart and get a second chance. But you're right. Like there are patterns here. Yeah. Well, and this is his second take at it. So right. I, right. So, yeah, I just it, it just it brings out the skeptic in me and yeah. not and not the faithful person in me at all. When I read something like this, it went away. And and then when then we had the chat GPT explosion last year and, and it feels like, oh, the time's right now. You know, now I can yep. really launch this thing. Yeah. Hopefully people don't fall for that scam. Don't fall for that. Uh, snake oil. <laughs> so yes. our next headline <laughs> it was kind of funny. If you live in Washington, D.C., you might be able to get a free air tag for your car. Uh, this is in it was an in gadget, but uh, based on some um, stories and other publications as well. Uh, so the city of Washington, D.C. will distribute free air tags, Apple air tags to residents in certain neighborhoods uh, to make it easier for cops to track down stolen cars. Mm. It, it's kind of interesting to me because do you remember there was a. Um, a product a number of years ago, LoJack, which mm-hmm. was essentially that the whole point of LoJack was you install a hidden tracking device in your car. And if your car gets stolen, you tell the police, they contact LoJack and LoJack just kind of went away. It's just, well, how much was LoJack as compared to an AirTag? Right. Well, that's the big thing. In fact, actually, I guess LoJack's still around. It is. It's interesting. Yeah. And part of it, too, is now you can get off the shelf GPS trackers that all you have to do is pay for the uh, monthly cell charge. Right. Right. You just put a SIM card in it and, you know, you can add it to your your device, your uh, Verizon or mm-hmm. AT&T or T-Mobile account. I mean, I, I could be a little snarky about it and, and say, you know, will it be, is it be any easier to find the uh, AirTag equipped car than it is to find my uh, Kindle with an air tag on it when it's like three feet away from me and the, uh, and the phone can't find it. Mm. <laughs> so, air tags are not uh, foolproof. That's for sure. But well, it, it's interesting. I, I, I'm a little yeah. more, I'm a little more snarky because I've been watching, you know, I, I once in a while will watch some of these police videos and, you know, someone will call and, you know, I had an air tag in my device, in my bag, in my car, whatever. Oh, well, we know the air tags there, but we can't go in because that's not probable cause enough. Right. Now, with a car, they're not going to get it. I mean, unless the car's in a garage or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. You know, how much probable cause is there? I mean, if if I say if I if I say that my possession is inside there, uh, 
um, can I get a cop to get me in there? That's an interesting. That's I don't know the le- the legalities of it. Or will the cop actually go in and investigate, or do they have to go through the whole process of, you know, warrants and all that? My guess know? is, is if the cities are giving these away, they've figured out a process by which they are that they are you know they can do something about it when when it, when it uh, comes up. Um, yeah, yeah, LoJack. I, I was just looking up what the price of LoJack is. It's ten seventy five a month build once a year so okay. that's a chunk mm-hmm. of change that and you've got a 25 dollar air tag what's gonna be and you can and it's crowdsourced basically so i I'm, i see what they're thinking i'm just i'm just not sure it's also an answer the, either the, the, the advantage the advantage that something like a low jack or other gps uh thing or gps uh tracker would do is if you went to a place that maybe there aren't a lot of people around more rural areas or more like you know industrial areas where you know not not to say thieves are smart because we'll talk about that too in the next the next little (laughs) article um but uh if they're smart enough to realize that something like this could be on the phone on the car they'll just make sure that their iphones don't go anywhere near the car and guess what the air tag won't ping right Right. But a GPS tracker could because you'd still be within cell range. And that's the advantage of, say, a low jack, which is um, it's it doesn't require, a, you know, the, the crowdsource network. It doesn't require all that stuff. And it's usually installed. It has to be dealer installed and it's installed in a place. Well, A, it runs off of the car battery so that it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, air, air tag, you have to replace that battery every once in a while. Uh, B, that air tag, if they have an the thief has an iPhone, it will tell them. It's there because remember, air tags are required to to tell you if you're traveling with an air tag that isn't yours. If this, and to protect you in case someone you know does this to you, but it also helps the the thief. So that didn't come up in the story, but that's an that's an issue. And so once they know that there's an air tag in the vehicle that they're traveling with, they're either going to tear the car apart looking for it, or they're just going to bail. I mean, which would be, I suppose, uh, ideal. Ideal, but yeah, but uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. I guess one more thing I would be curious about is how well do air tags work in the Faraday cages that are cars? Right. Mm. Cars are horrible Faraday cages. Yeah. The best place for an air tag would be either like on the dash or like on the back of the um the rear view mirror or something like that where it's you get the glass that it's transparent, you know, mm-hmm. RF transparent. Uh, the problem with that is it's visible. <laughs> it's also light uh, yeah. transparent. Right, right. Yes. Well, the the, uh, the 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 thief could just grab it and throw it out the window. Um, or you know, in the summer, that's going to get hot and you know melty. Uh, so there's it's this isn't a, a, a you know an end all be all solution. And I know that Apple doesn't recommend this as a car theft preventative. Uh, it feels like some of these gov- you know DC and New York rather than fixing their auto theft problems <laughs> they're throwing a, a you know a, a a bone at it and it's a cheap way of buying some goodwill from residents uh on on this you know that at 25 29 a pop and then here's the pessimistic view of all of this so you give these these out to people who bring them home whose little children then play with them and swallow them and then you have a problem with mm. that and then they sue the city for it Right. Well, yeah. My friends think like this. Yeah, legal. (laughs) legal, I'm sure you have to sign waivers and all sorts of legal liability things about it. 
Yep. Well, speaking of car theft in Washington, D.C., uh, there's a story out of D.C. reported by the ABC News, but we got the story from 9to5Mac. Uh, this guy was a victim of uh, armed robbery, uh, which, you know, it's horrible. Uh, the two guys pointed guns at him, uh, and they stole everything he had in his pockets, he said, including his car keys and his smartphone. But when the thieves realized that his phone was an Android and not an iPhone, they gave it back to him. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Corey. Just had to include this because I mean, well, I but mean, as you point out, that just because they don't want they don't want the superior phone. I mean, <laughs> oh. it was too too good for them. You know, they wanted the yeah. inferior iPhone. Well, yeah, the okay. thing is, is, it's stupid to begin with because yeah. there are plenty of Android phones that are worth a lot of money—a Pixel, a Samsung. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, Samsung. They're worth, but but these stealing any phone is dumb because. Five minutes after you've taken the phone from me, I'm on, you know, the online bricking the phone, you know, uh, going to iCloud if it's an iPhone and 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 deactivating it and putting a lock on it and tracking it. You know, so thieves don't don't be stupid and steal phones. In fact, I was saying if I ever had the instance where someone wanted to, I would just tell them that, look, you, my phone is going to be a brick in, in five minutes after you leave anyway. So why don't you just leave me the phone? Because it's not going to do you any good. And ten minutes after you leave, I'll make sure that the cops have the the, the, the GPS information. Right. right, right. So you might as well just leave me my phone. Um, I don't know how well that will work. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you better not, or I'll shoot you. Oh, okay. Then I won't. Um, we'll yeah, see. we'll see. Yeah, those those discerning DC car thieves. Uh, put it that way. They did get away with this car, which is uh, not good. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. Unfortunately, yes. yeah, that's not good. So uh, our next story is interesting. This is up on the BBC. Pope Francis encourages more children to code, especially in Catholic countries. Um, so this is one of those cases where a third party um, has a, a good cause that they want to promote and they ask a famous person to endorse it. Mm. And that's essentially what Pope Francis has done. He's not mm. sitting there going, you know, what What things should we ask uh, kids to do? Oh, you should code. It wasn't It wasn't his initiative per se. But it's still, it's not that it's bad. So the, it's called the Code with the Pope Initiative from the uh, Miron Mironiak, uh, founder of an artificial, I don't know if that, I'm sorry, Polish folks, but that, that's yeah. right. But he's, he founded an artificial intelligence company called Cosmos AI based in Poland. And what he wants to do is to encourage kids in uh, places where there aren't a lot of programmers or enough programmers to learn to code. Uh, he has a free online learning platform for students ages 11 to 15 uh, across Europe, Africa, and Latin America. And they can learn right now, they can learn the basics of Python, which is an excellent uh, language to learn at, 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 at that age. It's a pretty basic, widely used one. Um, and, uh, you know, as he mentions, uh, this is in response to there's a lack. We do not have enough programmers, especially outside of the U S and Japan and, you know, the, the big, you know, tech uh, countries. Uh, so uh, what do y'all think is a, it's kind of a, is this a, a boondoggle or, you know, is a pretty good program? Well, I'm, I'm looking at it from a couple of different angles. Um, but one is, you know, Catholics online just in general are very quiet and I think the more we can encourage the younger generation to be online and use it for good mm. and use it as an evangelization tool that instead of as a afterthought, 
then I think anything will help further that cause, and this this could probably do it too. I just wonder why Brazil is being left out of all this. Probably because of Portuguese, because it's available in English, okay, Spanish, right. and Italian and Polish. Italian and Polish. You know, the yeah. Portuguese they speak in Brazil ain't Portuguese. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So they, they, I'm sure it will spread, and you know, as they get more mm-hmm. languages online. But yeah, Brazil is one of the most Catholic countries in the world. Exactly. And it's it's huge. And there's a lot of people who, well, just from my work, I work within a Portuguese community that has a lot of Brazilians. So the, and, and to encourage them to find things online, like I have right now online, I happen to have a lot of our schedule for Christmas, a lot of, you know, things going on in Advent. And they're like, well, we don't use you know, phones. I said, well, do you use Facebook? Oh, yes, we use Facebook. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You can, you're online. <laughs> you're online. Trust me. But I think again, getting this more into the Catholic psyche might, you know, will reap benefits down the road. Mm-hmm. And coding, if you can produce, you know, online sites that will be, you know, hopefully, used or even in- just have like people who are raised with a Catholic moral framework and ethics right. mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. in the tech That's industry. That's a big deal. Right. That would be, we've, we've talked to several people like that in the past. We've talked about several people like that, but we need more of that in, you know, like the fact that yeah. Mr. Moroniak uh, runs an AI company. I want people like that. <laughs> working on ai frankly uh so yeah yeah Yeah, and and that's that's a good point with stuff like ai having bringing the the moral aspect of it is important Uh, and you also point out that we have a blessed who is part of the reason why he was beatified was because of his work online although it's a website but still that's programming yeah uh blessed Uh carlos acutis yes yeah uh, definitely 15 years old when he died but he you know he's he's you know and fairly he, contemporary to some of these kids, yeah, these kids today. Yes. Uh, within the last twenty years, and he he created a website of Eucharistic miracles. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've we actually had a we talked about him on a, a previous episode. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yep. So uh, I I applaud this uh, as a uh, um, something to do. So Father Corey, you added a story to our list uh, that you wanted to mention. So I let you introduce that one. Yeah, this this is this is the hot news in tech. So we're we're, we're on the we're, we're on the bleeding edge of tech news today uh, <laughs> with this one. No, um, so Sony is removing so from the Sony PlayStation video streaming service is removing all Discovery Channel shows, but this isn't like. Netflix removing them or, you know, Babylon 5, which seems to bounce between streaming services every other week. This is you have purchased a license to these shows. You basically bought these shows. Right. And as of the end of the year, you will no longer have these shows. And of course, Sony is like, oh, yeah, you will no longer be able to watch them. Thank you for your continued support. No, we will not give you your money back. Right. That's the bottom line. You're not getting money back on that. Yeah. You're not getting money back. You're not getting like, well, we will give you, you know, two or three months to Sony, whatever their play, play games on demand services or anything like that. It's just, nope, you're out of luck. You could have bought a whole season of Mythbusters. Nope. Gone. Yep. Good luck. Goodbye. Because the terms of service tell you that you're not buying access you're not buying the bright to as a show you're buying a license that can be expired at any point on behalf by the you know the rights holder etc etc i mean that's that's exactly. the long term service you can read uh when you get it and that's that's a big problem with the way we get content these days yes 
huge yes. because that, I know people who own a lot of stuff, you know, that they buy. And I've, I've purposely not bought a lot that's just streaming. I like to buy mm-hmm. the physical. Right. But this is, this is wrong. However, it is in their terms of service that no one reads. Right. It's, well, it's part of the contracts that, that Sony signed with, in this case, it's Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah. Or Discovery at the time, but now it's Warner Brothers Discovery. Um, and yeah, we're done. And what it is, is they're, they're, they have Discovery Plus, and that's what they're trying to, they're bringing all these, if you want these shows, you have to go to Discovery Plus now. You know, right. What would if Warner Brothers wanted to inculcate some goodwill, they might offer six months free to people who have purchased, you know, losing yep. their access to. And maybe then at that point, those people would then sign up for Discovery. You know, they give them something. But no, it's just, you know, you're out of luck. Sorry. But the problem here with Discovery Plus and Max is that a lot of Discovery Plus is on Max. As well. Oh, the Max okay. service. Oh, HBO yes, Max. Yes, on yeah. HBO. Yeah, I got I to gotta qualify it because they don't call it HBO <laughs> Max anymore, but we all know yeah. it as HBO Max. Right, right. They have put a good chunk of the Discovery Plus material because I just, you know, being the cord cutter that I am, got six months during the um, Black Friday deals of Disc- HBO Max and let my Discovery go for right now. I don't know what they're doing with the Discovery Plus, whether it's going to stick around, whether it's going to totally merge into HBO Max, because right now I can find most of the stuff from Discovery Plus on HBO Max, but not everything. So I don't know what they're they're playing with. I, Warner Brothers is playing a game right now that I don't even think they know what the end game is all about. And and this is this is why I'm moving to physical media yes. again. I am I am giving up on you know yeah there's stuff I want to rent from Amazon I'll go rent it that's fine. But it's it's it, it was interesting I mentioned Babylon Five because as this is breaking, my copy of the complete. Babylon five, five seasons, Blu-ray was in UPS's hands on its way here and it arrived yesterday. So I've got this big, thick stack of Blu-rays now with all of Babylon five. So I don't care if it moves to HBO Max or Tubi or wherever it is. I just pull out my Blu-rays. And I think stuff like this is starting to have a resurgence where more and more people want the physical media because they can't you know because not just do we see this happening you see things like disney plus pulled a bunch of their shows off or will be pulling a bunch of their shows off because Mm -hmm. of tax loss right you will not this is stuff that was made for disney plus but it's not available on disney plus anymore or won't be you know and so other services are doing that as well so there's no guarantee that let's say in Five years, we'll be able to watch, let's say, uh, Prodigy, Star Trek Prodigy. Or and that's moving yeah. to Netflix. Yeah, right. there's a, you know, there's a big difference, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, between an episodic television show, okay, an episodic series, and something like Cash Cab. How many times can you watch Cash Cab? You know, if if you know what cash cab is or overhaul, yeah, yeah. it's a con- it's, fun. it's a consumable, right? Right. They, I think these are apples and and 
oranges, sort of. But or there's, oranges there's still and clementines. Some these, but you still there's still some of these I can see people wanting yeah. to watch if you're, again. If you're buying these as opposed to, you know, getting a streaming service, you can just watch it, consume it, and go and move on. I think it shows that you wanted this. Like, you, you, like, because to buy a series is, or a movie is a significant investment. I don't, I don't buy very many movies or things. And this, frankly, mm-hmm. this makes me feel like I, I never really had a big problem with, uh, um, ripping DVDs or Blu-rays for my personal use and saving them. Um, but mm-hmm. frankly, I I would have this sort of thing. If I paid for a whole series, if like I paid for the office seven seasons and then they take, they just take it off of, in this case, if Apple you know was removing stuff from iTunes, right. uh, I would have no problem uh, ethically going online right. and finding a version of it and put in and save because I paid for that. Um, now, mm-hmm. yes, technically, legally, I bought, I paid for a license, but I, you know, I feel like that's a distinction without a difference. The, my, I paid for that with the understanding and the expectation to have access to that in, in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that, that well, really chaps me. It, and there are, there are some of these shows that I can see where like Mythbusters where just, you know what, you want something fun, yeah. ridiculous to watch. Put on Mythbusters. You pick any episode and you'll have a good time. Right. And you'll be able to relax. Right. And that's the sort of thing why you would buy these these seasons. And just, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know if I blame Sony. They may not have had any choice in the matter. It's probably Warner Brothers. To they did. Yeah, to it's do Warner this. Brothers. Yeah. And it's just, and they're all, I know all of these big content companies are flailing at trying to make money online, streaming stuff. And we, the consumers, are just, kind of getting screwed screwed in the process because you know yep. we we pay for things we lose access to them and um yeah i don't i don't like the way these things work these days and um i actively work to provide for myself frankly <laughs> uh, no yeah. i think i think it, it's um something that i read recently it's going to get worse because everybody wants to be the new cable company Right. So it, this does not sound good to a lot of us, even even as well, cord cutters that have yeah, been I, trying I, to save money because we're not going to be saving money in the long run. I, I can see it now. The way I had to juggle things on Black Friday in order to get mm-hmm. deals, it, it's it's amazing. Well, I, I can see some of these these a la carte streaming services starting to go away. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the big names, you know, Paramount plus very likely could go away in the next five, 10 years. Unless um, Apple like this Dis- yeah. Disney plus merges with them. That's right. a yeah. new thing. Out. Well, well, that's the thing is, is like, I think we might see some mergers, some, you know, some, some coming under other umbrellas, Amazon. I could see snapping up some of these, uh, Disney could Apple could. So some of these bigger companies, could come in and swoop in and say to Paramount or to HBO or to whatever, you know, hey, we will uh, we'll license all of your content and we'll and but it, but it still leaves us hanging here with this problem with when those licensing deals change, then we lose access until we unless you switch to another service. And what scares me is that I buy a year in advance. So I have a year right now of Paramount Plus. If they merge with Apple, which I was going to divest myself of because of the price change right after For All Mankind is done, um, <laughs> what's going to happen to me? You know, my, are they going to say, "Oh well, you paid"? So sorry, you're going. You now have to pay again, which they didn't when they when they merged with Show when they 
put the whole Showtime catalog in, but it makes you nervous. I think if the whole service gets sold and you've prepaid, I think they either owe you a refund or a prorated, you know, something. I think legally they require to give you something. I hope so. I, yeah. I was going to say, I, I could see them doing, a, you know, we will give you the remainder of your term on Apple TV or whatever. Yeah. Very yeah. easily. I mean, because that would be simple to do. Yeah. The whole thing bears watching and, you know, folks, be cautious about buying streaming only things. Uh, that, that's uh, what is it, the old saying, you know, buy things that appreciate and rent things that depreciate uh, is the old saying. And now it's just buy things that you can hold. <laughs> All right. So those are our headlines this week. And let's move on now to our picks of the week. And Father Corey, I'll let you go first. What is your pick this week? Speaking of things you can hold. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I've I've mentioned before that I'm I'm on a errand, a, 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 you might call it a crusade to get rid of distractions. I, it's so easy to be distracted online. It's so easy to be distracted on uh, your phone, on your TV, and everything. And so, one thing I wanted is an e-ink tablet, and a simple one, not one that's basically a smartphone with an e-ink display, but a basic writing tablet. Now, when I do my notes for secrets of Doctor Who, secrets of Star Trek, secrets of Stargate, I handwrite those. I don't do like my iPad. I don't do a laptop. I handwrite my notes. And I've gone through num numerous, numerous of the yellow legal pads with notes. And, you know, Dom's, Dom and Jimmy have seen them where I, you know, I'm flipping them, my notepads <laughs> and everything, my, my pages and everything. Well, I bought a Remarkable 2. It is an e-ink notepad end <laughs> it does not do email it does not do web browsing it does not do alerts it do, it is a tablet now it does a lot as a e-ink notepad for example it integrates with uh onedrive uh dropbox and google Do google docs so you can download and upload via pdf so you can write something on the tablet you know, you write it out and then you send that notebook as a PDF to your your Dropbox or uh, Google Docs, and then you can open it up there. If you've got something you wrote in, in Google Docs, you can download it as a PDF. I actually started doing this with my home. I, I used to use my iPad for my homilies off of Google Docs. Well, now what I do is I write it up my homily, my outline in, in, on the computer, and then do the PDF down to the tablet. And I figured out 14 point font is perfect for reading for me when I'm standing at the, the pulpit. Um, of course, it's a notebook. You can sit there. You, you've got a uh, they call it a marker, but it's it's a it's a digital a stylus. stylus. Yeah. Um, and I got the, the advanced one where you, it's got an eraser on the end. So if you, you know, you've got one version where it's just the stylus, the other side has got the little contact on the bottom where you can it'll erase when you use it. But you you write it like a uh, any piece of paper and it, it does they, they say it feels like a piece of paper it's uh it's it's there's there's more friction than an ipad screen you know ipad screens are very very slick this has got a little more friction than that but it's not to the level of a piece of paper but it's good it feels good to write with it's fairly light it's small um all kinds of different pens and highlighters and you can do calligraphy on it you can do you know paintbrush you know i mean you could you could use it like my microsoft paint if you wanted you know it's got all kinds of different now it is e-ink so it's only black and white you know grayscale but 
you can you can do colors, so you can do different color highlights. So then, when you export it, it exports in color. So you can do like the yellow highlighter, or the pink highlighter, or whatever. Um, it because it's e ink, the battery lasts a long time. Um, I've been since the last charge; it's been about a week. I've been using it about every day, and right now mine's at forty percent battery after a week of using it for an hour or two every day. Um, so it's really nice. It 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 can do templates where you can make it look like a uh, an old school ruled no, lined notebook page with the header line and everything. So uh, yeah, it's it's just a fun little device and it works really really well. Uh, what I bought was about five hundred dollars. That's the tablet. That's the advanced marker, the marker plus or whatever they call it, and then a folio, which is just a folder that slides into. You can get other folios. You can even get a keyboard one, like a, like an iPad or a, a Surface tablet. Interesting. Um, so yeah, so it's it's it basically starts like two seventy nine, and then you buy the marker, and you can buy the folio and that sort of thing from there. But so it's not that um, it, it's a pretty good price for what you're getting. Um, that's really interesting. Yeah, I like it. I I like the idea of. Uh, distraction-free environment because you know I I know uh, this one uh, uh, podcaster uh, David Sparks set up a, what he calls this distraction-free writing space, which he's got an, an old iPad that's no apps on it, notifications are off, and it's <laughs> with a keyboard, and he just that's where he goes to write, you know, because everything wants our attention these days. I like the idea of something that doesn't have uh, notifications. Can you uh, get Kindle books in this? Yes and no. It does do ebooks. It does do EPUB, but you have to do the little Kindle strip the DRM. Okay. Not that we recommend that because that's questionable legality, et cetera, et cetera. Strip the strip the uh, the DRM off of it. But once you do that, and, and there are very easy ways to find it online how to do that. Yeah. If you have a Kindle device, it's very easy to do. Mm. Yeah. DDRM caliber. Yep. yep. <laughs> I. I uh, again, like our previous discussion about the streaming uh, video, if I bought a book, that's my book. <laughs> yep. Right. Well, and it's um, in like if you go, let's say Ignitious Press, all their ebooks are DRM free. Yeah. So you can download the EPUB version and put them on here. Yep. Yeah. Anything that's very EPUB, easily you could do. Yep. Excellent. Very good. Good pick. Uh, Joanne, what is your pick this week? Well, I'm staying with the cord cutting theme, and when we get back after Christmas, I'll, I'll I will tell my big tale of woe. But <laughs> this is not that. But this is for my friends out of the country. Uh, probably the best thing they could have heard, and probably for a lot of other people as well. Express VPN is now coming to the Apple TV. Ooh, with cool. this, with this um, iOS 17. Or TVOS 17 um, VPNs are now you're able to put the app in the Apple TV and set it up from there. My friend in Italy is got some kind of crazy, you know, concoction so she can actually watch American TV. So she has ExpressVPN and she loves it. And I know we've talked about ExpressVPN here as being one of the better ones out there. So if you have if you have it or if you're thinking about using a VPN at any point, this may be the one to use. So the setup. Go ahead. 
I'm sorry. I, ju- I want to like take a moment just to explain for th- for those who don't know. Okay. So a sorry. VPN is called a no, no. Just to, just to kind of close the loop, a virtual private network is what uh-huh. VPN is, and it's a way of masking your location among other things um, mm-hmm. when you're accessing sites on the internet. And people, uh, so a lot of streaming services are country locked. So if you are in outside the UK, for example, you can't use the BBC iPlayer uh, service to watch. Doctor Who, for example. Um, so you have so uh, you could use a VPN to tell to have it have your location be the UK or the US or wherever you are, even though even if you're not there. And, you know, if I'm an American and I have I've, I bought an American Disney Plus service, if I go happen to go to Italy, I want to be able to watch my service that I'm paying for. I want that VPN. So uh, that this is a way of being able to to get those services outside of the country lock, uh, location. So, and we won't talk about MLB anyway <laughs> in this country. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, my friend swears by the Express VPN, and I'm looking at it now as an alternative in my own life. But having this native to the to TVOS is a game changer because I think prior to this, you have to do something with your router in order to get a VPN to work and work right. And that's what she's doing. So once I told her about this, she, you know, sung a big hallelujah chorus. And I think it's going to, whoever does have these native apps are now going to start to get traction with Apple folks because this is the best way to do it. So it just came out, I believe, I believe it comes out tomorrow, actually. I don't even think it's out yet. But it comes out on the seventh. It comes out on the seventh, but this is the seventh, of course. Um, and it says um you can do 4K and HD, which she does and right now with her regular one. And I think in the in the land of VPNs, even though I've loved my tunnel bears, they're basic bare bones. ExpressVPN is much more robust and good according to her very good for um finance which my husband would probably appreciate it works on everything everywhere and it does work on everything now so this is the last one that i think in the arsenal so and and you know other uses for vpns like on your mac or or your pc your mac or your phone or whatever is if you're out and about with say with a laptop in a and you want to access services mm-hmm. uh, either on your home network or just securely, right. this a VPN is recommended. Well, and there's, and there, there's, there's arguments for, like Joanne mentioned, where you can set up direct from your router, where your router automatically connects to the VPN and keeps that connection. It's just privacy, security. Um, you know, so many, so many attacks can, if they know your IP address of your router at home, they can just, they can get in. Right. Right. With the VPN, it's much harder to do. You can still do it, but it's much harder to do. So there, there's that aspect as well. But it, with this, obviously, this is for being able to watch media in other places, in other countries that you might not have access to. Now, one caveat is some services are wise to this using a VPN mm-hmm. to get around. Mm-hmm. And so they, they identify the IP addresses of the servers that VPNs use and block those. A good, a really good service like ExpressVPN will know how to get around that. <laughs> so uh, they they change up their servers right. so that it doesn't happen. Yeah. And and if you're trying to watch anything with the BBC, you really have to download the London as area codes in yeah. order mm-hmm. to give them that at the same time. 
Right, right. You know, that's my Downton Abbey called the midwife experience. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that yeah. was me and Doctor Who, so I get it. Yeah. So, but I think this is this is a game changer now, and Zoom is now available. I didn't put that down, but Zoom is now available on the Apple TV. Oh. So this and Zoom yep. might be. Yeah, a good package because the Apple TV now can do the webcam thing. Yeah. Yep. yep, three mm-hmm. years too late, but with that. <laughs> yeah, nice to you to join the party, Apple. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so my pick this week uh, is uh, a, a piece of smart home attack. It's an air purifier, uh, HomeKit enabled. Earlier this year, uh, we had the big problem, especially in the north and part of the U.S. of the uh, Canadian wildfires, really sending down the pollution. I mean, at times it was really bad. And I went out and I bought a whole bunch of air purifiers for my house. Uh, I bought some dumb ones for the re- for the bedrooms of our house, just basic ones. But I said, I want to try this, you know, HomeKit enabled one. And so I got the AirVersa HomeKit air purifier works over Thread, uh, which is a new protocol that allows uh, uh, stuff to work without hubs and that sort of stuff. I don't want to get too much into the Thread thing. Uh, it It's really, it's a really nice air purifier it it has a couple different modes including automatic where it ramps up as the as it senses more pollutants and then um you can control it from your phone for example uh in in the uh, home app and uh there's also a just a steady mode where you can tell just stay low no matter how bad it gets if you if you don't want the noise it's really pretty quiet in its regular usage i'm really happy with that and um, the one thing I found is uh, the filters, it's got two filters. Uh, they over a, after a period of time, they start to get dusty or clogged or whatever. And it won't tell me that it needs to change the filters or it just is the, the it, there's a display on the top and it will show you the par- particles, uh, the, the, the density of the particles of the pollutants. And it, you know, goes from green to yellow to red when it's really working hard. Uh, like, say, I'm cooking and burnt something, <laughs> the, you know, in the, in the, in the kitchen. Uh, so it won't tell me change the filter or clean the filter. But I know I will notice, like, while it's been in the yellow zone for 24 hours or whatever, I, you know, I bet I need to just clean the filter. And so what I do is I just take the filters out, paper towel, wipe off the dust, throw them back in, and we're back good again. And I've had the, I haven't had the change of filters. I've had it for six months and it's going pretty good. Um, I, w- one of the nice things to do is I don't want to like spend the electricity to run it when I'm not in the office. So like uh, at night I have it turn off automatically, you know, using a home kit automation and turn on in the morning as I come in. And so it's a really nice uh, feature. It's $160. So not cheap there. It's, although it is, I've looked at the, the testing and it tests not all air purifiers work the same. And this one works pretty well. Um, there is a 20% off coupon on Amazon right now. So you can get a pretty good deal. And the, uh, the replacement filters are, let's see, 30 bucks for the uh, HEPA filters. Um, and then there is a, uh, you know, there's different, if you have pets, you need to get the better one. Um, or if you smoke and those are 50 bucks for the replacement filter. So it's not too bad uh, for that. Uh, so, and those are my Excellent. picks this week. Yeah. Excellent. All right. And that'll do it for our show this time. We would love to know what you think of our, anything we talked about today, any of our stocking stuffers, perhaps you can let us know by commenting on the show at sqpn.com slash technology or the StarQuest Facebook page at facebook.com slash StarQuest media, or send an email to technology at sqpn.com 
or visit the StarQuest Discord community at sqpn.com slash discord. You'll find links from our discussion and our picks of the week on our show notes at starquest.fm slash tec237. Uh, follow The Secrets of Tech in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, in your favorite podcast app, or on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash starquestmedia. We should make sure to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications. Until next time, Father Corey Stika, thank you for joining me and sharing The Secrets of Technology. Thank you, Dom. Joanne Mercier, thank you as well. Thanks, Dom, and Merry Christmas, everyone. And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Technology on StarQuest, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.